Lovejoy, actually. That's my bit. Right, cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers. But we are We've gone in, up in the world. But we should should we shout out the pub? We're in the old red lion. And the old, oh, thank you, old red lion, for allowing for us to accidentally your hosting us because they don't know what we're doing. Cubic. It really is, isn't it? Do you think we'll they allowed oh. you to book this booth if they knew? If they knew I was if doing it for work in inverted <laughs> commas. Are you willing to have your picture on the uh, oh, podcast? Because I'm going to take a picture with that look framed by the ex toilet cubicle because it's great. <laughs> you just look a bit like he's sat on the toilet. You do look. <laughs> you do look like you sat on the toilet. Um, so we've described Andrew as a fanatic. Yes. He's, he's not really. He's just someone who's read no, more than that, one Lovejoy book. Like, like, I'm probably in the top, what, Is half you, percent in the country. But you're going to say you're in the top one. Like, yeah. was that quite, I was Brian Clough, wasn't it? I'm not uh, saying I'm the greatest football manager ever, but I'm definitely in the top one. <laughs> fanatic makes me sound like an antiques terrorist. It just seems <laughs> this, is, this is true, this is true. So well, right, I've, got, oh, I've got a list of questions, but what should we do first? Should we all introduce ourselves? Oh yeah, go on, let's. Uh, I'm Em, everyone knows who I am. Um, I'm, I'm just here. And she's going to be slapping her thigh for you later. Probably, yeah. Um, I'm Paul. I'm Andrew, I'm an innocent bystander that has been dragged into this. Um, <laughs> should, we, should we start with a sort of, start with some context, some background context, so, and, and you might know this and we, we don't. You, have you read any of the books? I probably don't. I've read... The gondola scam, is that what it's even called? Yes. yes. The one the where they're in Venice. Yes. Yeah. The gondola I've scam. They, he, the gondola he scam and, it, and de de Death in Venice was based on that. Yeah. And I've read quite a lot of them, but a long time ago. Oh. I've lent Helen the Judas pair. So how many, uh, uh, you, you might not know this off the top of the head, but roughly how many books are there and how many did they then actually Wait, base? Wait, I can tell you. Oh, M's got, M's got it. No, it's She's right. way ahead of me. Oh, no, I've written it down already. There's right, how many do you think there are, both of you? There's quite a lot, but a lot of them were done in the 90s. Uh, they did it's, uh, probably about 18. How many do you think there are? There's about 23, 24. <gasps> but the later ones are kind of. Oh, I've written down there were 24. Oh, wow, okay. There you go. It's all right, he's proved his credentials. You are, you are a fanatic. <laughs> Good. But, um, I knew it was low 20s. There were. Okay. Yeah, it starts in 1977 with the Judas pair. Yeah. And it runs all the way to 2008 with Faces, Faces in, the pool. in the Pool. You guys, I just can't believe you said, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know that I know. Well, I'm, so, I'm bookending. So in that case, which, how many Lovejoy episodes and which Lovejoy episodes were based on books? Because we missed one in the first series. Oh, I haven't written that down. That's oh. a really good yeah. one. So, so Go, well, Go from Gemini was used, but we, yeah, we missed that. Yeah, it was called that. Friends, Romans, Enemies. Yeah. But it's hard but to tell because they different. keep chopping and changing the titles. Yeah. So I can read them all out and we can say yes or no. Well, this will be a fun game, won't it? Right. The no, because then the everybody will pair. correct us. That the Judas pair is definitely well, an episode. Gold from Gemini is the one we just said. Yeah. Which I read years tree. and years ago. Yeah. Well, the Grail Tree is a good book. The early ones, I think the early ones are better. Yeah, that's going to be yeah. contentious. We'll get onto no, that in a minute. These are all from the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Spend game. What does that even mean? Spend game was a great. Spend game was good. All right. I've been, I've been corrected listening. <laughs> the Vatican Rip, that sounds good. That was pretty good. Firefly Gudrun. 
Gudrun. Yeah, that we know that's an episode because it was one of the ones we got. That was the very the, first one. The, sleep- the first episode, the first one in the hand. Yeah, series. the sleepers of Erin. What's that? Is that set in my island? The sleepers of Erin. I like that one. Um, the gondola scam. Well, we did that. That was the. We'll talk a lot about that as yeah, well because yeah. that was a two-parter, which I think worked a lot better. We'll tell you some of the things that we've discussed. Okay. Have you listened to them to the podcast? I've listened to the early few. Please listen to the podcast. Uh, where did it get to? Gondola scam. Pearl hanger. I haven't read that one. The tartan ringers, but for the US it that was called like the tartan cell. So what is ringers in the US? It must mean like something some different. Sort of I think they yeah because they don't have there's a lot of words they don't have in the US they don't have the word skive apparently in the US because there was a story that somebody told me that they it was some skiving meant something in in engineering in the US and they called the people who did it skivers my my brother-in-law fell about and just said you can't call it that if you're going to export this to the UK because anyway there you go Moonspender read that I feel like I can't tell you what it's about. It sounds like it's a James Bond. That's because you're thinking of Moonraker and Big yes. Spender. The pro- I <laughs> am doing both of those. Things. I think the problem with a lot of these titles is they don't. Once they obviously marry up to the story, because the stories are mostly similar. Yeah, yeah. It's hard there to is a theme. Pick there them is apart. A um, well, keep, keep going. I think he was going for the slightly James Bond. Even the covers are slightly mm. Fleming-y, aren't they? they are. the, the covers of the books. Oh, I'm going to come on to genre yes. later on. Uh, Jade Woman. No. The Very Last Gambardo, which sounds awesome. The Very Last Gambardo sounds like it's about some sort of supernatural little goblin thing that's the last of its kind and they've got to rescue it. I know it's not about that, it's about it, It's not, no. Uh, <laughs> we're into the 90s now with Polly's favourite, The Great California Game. I love that book. Uh, do you know why? I think it's the first book I read that had things I shouldn't be reading about because I was about 12 um, and it had prostitutes. And, there's, there was and one line that's a brilliant book. book that kind of made me stop reading it because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Come what's the line? It's where he talks about the word Connecticut. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. But I love that because... <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say something about sex. No, 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 no. Literally, the rest of the book was just a great blur you know to me because that kept just kept That was what made me realise, though, because I then, I, I read it and then I, I, I can't remember what the line was, but it was the first time that it dawned on me that it wasn't pronounced Connecticut. Because he says something like all the T's are pronounced, that you yeah. can't hear the T's, they're all pronounced D's or something. Yeah, it was the first time I realised how it was pronounced and because so, I'd yeah. read Babysitters Club book and I th- books and I thought they were lived in Connecticut because that's how it's spelt. And so for the next sort of week of me trying to read that book, I saw the text on the page and all I was hearing in my head was it's just that over book, and over though. and over. Is that, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good book. Have you not, so no, have you not read? The, I couldn't you, get past that line. <gasps> oh wait, how old were oh you my when you read it? Surely you were in your like 20s. She was 12. I was 12. I, I need to reread it though. 34. <laughs> right. 34, maybe? What worries me is though, so I was. Hang on, I've got an extra question. I was, I was 12, <laughs> but now I'm thinking, and, and, and I've, I've read it since. I read it again when I was about like 22 or something, but I, I thought to myself, there must be things that I didn't get at 12. Oh, God. Yeah. There must be loads of things. Possibly <laughs> antiques. Quite a, possibly antiques. Oh, I don't know, I can yeah, actually collect some toast racks. Anyway, come on, keep going. I'd uh, rush on if I were you. Uh, the Lies of Fair Ladies. That's a good book. Paid and Loving Eyes. Paid not, and Loving Eyes. One. I can't, I couldn't find that. The Sin Within Her Smile. All of these sound like they're going to have some I'm sort of that sucks. Sucks. That sounds like, that sounds like that a Lovejoy song. 
He recorded the Is shadow it? of his yes. when you are gone. And then one for me, the grace in older women, I okay. like that. The possessions of a lady. So all of these, none of these were... The were, lady. These were all written after, so Lovejoy finished in 1994. Oh, so all the ones after the scene within her smile were written after Lovejoy had ended. Oh, I've thought of another so question. So what happened then, though, was that... I can't remember his actual real name. So it's called Jonathan, Jonathan Grant, Grant is his real name. It. And I'll tell you um, why that's hilarious. Listen to me saying like. Grant and you just saying mm. Grant. Yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or Jonathan Muffpistol. Jonathan Muffpistol, as we know oh, him. Fair enough, I won't ask. <laughs> There's a long story, um, but yeah. But like, he I feel like to apologise to my Jonathan again in case he's still listening. I'm yeah, sorry, sorry Jonathan. Jonathan. Carry on. <laughs> Anyone that's read the book since <laughs> watching the shows that we all have, None of us were around when they were very first written. Mm. Um, would have thought of Ian McShane in the role. Yeah, so exactly. obviously, I, I he, do. When I read I them, I it. think of Ian McShane. I read but them in his voice. Like I think his uh, in his voice, I think of the books in his voice, which is awful because the character I don't like. <laughs> the rich and the profane. Is the next one? That sounds, you see, I stopped reading them after. Oh, what is that? Sounds, that sounds like an ITV show. It sounds Just. like no. I was going to say it sounds like an Iris Murdoch novel because an Iris Murdoch novel called The Sacred and Profane Love Machine. So sounds quite good. Which is very good. I enjoyed it. A rag, a bone, and a hank of hair. Is that the one with the motorway? <laughs> we'll cover that off later. I'm not sure. And then there's one called Every Last Cent from 2000 and 10 word game and then game, faces in, in the pool so why did he stop writing do you know when, when was he's that 2008 he's rich he's about he probably is quite old yeah yeah, I know but sadly it hasn't stopped Jeffrey Archer has it <laughs> yeah, but he probably has to do it for cash doesn't um, he I don't know right do you want to go on you, do you, you want start my do you want on. my question well my first question oh, was please, how many yes, books do. are there which you smashed you out of the yeah. park which is a bit scary do you feel like you're on mastermind I feel like I'm on like the children's version of Masterminds <laughs> for people with special educational needs. Right. Especially subject, the novels of Jonathan Gash. How to alienate all the viewers yeah. on Masterminds. Well, uh, well, and then my second question was, what is the first one? But I think you both answered yeah, that yeah. immediately. It's all right. Then I was going to ask, which is much more of a Wogan-esque question, when did you start reading the books and what was the first one you read? Can you even oh. remember? What me or him? Both of you. Beat Tiggins. Well, the first one I uh, the first one I read because it was the one that I found in my local library was Great California Game, which I think is why I like it because it was one of the, oh. of the first grown up novels I read. Why did you read it though? Because, because I was utterly. Uh, but bear in mind, there's a lot of books in the library. Because <laughs> you know, quite so a wide choice. I was utterly obsessed. I was I was an only child. I was lonely. Um, I was so obsessed with the TV show, and then I found out because it always said at the beginning, based on the books by Jonathan oh. Gatch, I thought I need to go and find some of these books. And th I think they had a couple, and I chose a more more recent one. Like I didn't want to read something from the seventies because that sounded like forever ago. So I read The Great California Game because oh, hang on, which was published in I've got ninety one. Well, 1991, I yes, that's correct. Well done. <laughs> well done, Lovejoy Raymond. I don't know why I had to check. <laughs> um, but then I read, I read a few others, and one of the ones that I read was The Judas Pair, and that's been interesting because I reread it then a few weeks ago when we recorded yeah. the episode. So I really want to talk about that later because it was the first one, and because the the episode then was in the first series. Because apparently, so apparently it was Ian McShane's idea. Ooh. Ian McShane had read the books and liked them. So he was one of the few people who did actually read the books before he watched the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and he really liked them, so it was actually his idea. And so then he took it in the front, he was like, you write things, don't you, mate? Yeah. But, 
from what I can gather, the Lovejoy books isn't supposed to be that old. No. He's like in his late 20s. No, he doesn't seem very old when he's in Venice. No. Like arsing about, I mean, pretending to be a tour guide, and he's supposed brilliant. Rings true, and you almost feel again because you know how Lovejoy doesn't really like to lie. Uh, yeah, you know, there's always like, oh, it's alright if you put your name on it. And when he dressed up as old, what was it, Major Lovejoy, whatever he called yeah, himself, yeah. The, the character in the books, the backstory of the character in the books is that he's that been makes in the more sense. Now. So yeah, and but it gets mentioned quite a lot. And it obviously wasn't World War Two because never no, 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 obviously no, 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 there's no. never specifics. Yeah, and well, he probably just. But it didn't have a family, so he joined the army. We're talking like mid seventies, yeah, the books to start. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. And I yeah. can't remember it. Like I'm sure he talks about Germany. I'm it's sure well, there's a reference to Germany. I swear there was as in, as in, as in like Berlin, Berlin rather than, yeah. And I might be completely off the mark here, but I've got a feeling that he talks about being somewhere a bit exotic as well. He's, so he's, he he's well-travelled. He might have been out in the Far East or and something. And the books imply he's well-travelled, which again is, is why, I mean, there are a lot of parallels. I'm, I don't know whether they were deliberate or not, but to the sort of James Bond books, the idea of this quite well-travelled guy with a bit of a shady past yeah, but instead of being, past, but instead of being posh, he's like a man of the people. Oh, he's not posh at all. Yeah. No, to, to be fair, he's like the Neil by mouth version of Derek Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing description. <laughs> he's basically That's the boy, title. but yeah. like... A bleak Del Boy, isn't he? It's like yeah. a bleak Del Boy, right? That's what you call it. Constantly looking to the future. But has morals and constantly trying to do a in deal. a way that Del Boy doesn't. We talked a lot about that, about his, about his, yeah, his moral, moral. I mean, I don't know. Tell us. Yeah. Can I just ask a really open question? Yeah. Like, what do you think of the character? Or tell us how you view the character. Book Lovejoy or Book, book Lovejoy? So we're talking about joy. Book Lovejoy. He's a bit of a dick. But I mean, he has redeeming ridiculous. features. Exactly. Go on, tell us. Tell us about. Because I mean, actually, <laughs> to be fair, TV Lovejoy is the same. It's just that I reckon Book Lovejoy goes more. Deep. TV Lovejoy is more sort of. And TV Lovejoy goes more redeeming. Let's, let's be honest. They were never going to show him doing half the stuff he did. Beating up women on like a Sunday night or whatever <laughs> it was. Thank prime time. Yes. Between shagging up appearances and songs of praise or whatever it was yeah, scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Antiques Roadshow. So, Antiques Roadshow. Well, hang on. We need to. Hold yeah, your, to get back onto hold your thought yeah. about yeah. the character, but I also want to know what Andrew's first book was and when he read it. And oh, sorry. I'll immediately go into the character and then we'll it go was, back uh, to It was uh, The Judas Pet. Okay. But how were you a grown up? I was a fully fledged adult at the time. I was in my early 30s. See, he's a purist. He Why starts his book that? one. <laughs> because. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that, you massive weirdo? <laughs> Um, I think you just answered your own question, really. Uh, sorry. But with it, I, I'm just intrigued by the fact that as an adult you'd be like, oh, that series that I remember vaguely from my childhood. That's it, is that it, it, it's all, Lovejoy has always been a bit of a cult, kind of niche thing in the, yeah. in the UK, isn't it? Everyone likes our, it. Our podcast listenership shows quite how niche it is, <laughs> yeah. I think. That's, well, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. number and of uh, listeners. Anyone surprised by that fact is probably listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's, it's a bit of a niche field, mm. and no, field. nobody. What is it? It's our discipline. It's our yeah. discipline. Yeah. discipline. Nobody dislikes Lovejoy. I've never heard a single person that I've ever spoken to that's gone, true. Oh, bloody hell, not Lovejoy. Like, yeah. Because everyone at best is like, eh, Lovejoy. 
and the more I looked into it I thought it hasn't been on TV for a while I thought I saw an episode on drama or whatever it yeah. was years ago not that many years ago but it's on now constantly it's on yesterday ago. constantly yesterday. they're repeating uh, it and repeating it let's be honest yesterday is what its mission set out to be isn't it no, well yeah but that's for another podcast so um, but yeah and I, I read it I thought like you said it's based on novels by Jonathan Gash and mm. then the Google was like oh my god there's loads of books yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I just threw myself into it yeah right I'll start at the beginning I think I was going on a holiday and I needed something to read so I bought a book and the rest snowballed is, and the rest, <laughs> the rest is history. The addiction was born. So, so what do you reckon? Because we've talked a lot about this on the podcast, the main differences between like the character in the books and the character in the TV show. The character in the TV show seems to be doing it to just survive, whereas the character in the book seems to be almost... Obsessed. Biblical about yeah. it in terms of his. The character in we the TV show is a little bit, isn't he? We talk about it sometimes. Biblical's a great word. Where to was to, it? to be in fair, um, in the series, he's more interested in the old um, side yeah. of things. Yes. What's that? The Shagging Lady Jane bit? Yeah. Well, Shagging. Well, he anybody. shags a lot in the books. He shags yeah. loads yeah. in the books. But to be fair, in the books, Shagging is right up there for him, but it comes second to antiques. Whereas in the series, they're kind of level pegging. Yeah. I feel like antiques are still. I mean, he's, he's still, even in the. He did a bit of a woozy yeah, thing. Where was that? Oh, it was in the Venice episode. In the, the Gondola <laughs> He has, in, even in the books. And, and then in, there was a more recent one where he did the same same thing he has this kind of physical reaction and that comes up more and more and I'm obsessed with the Christmas special at the end of season five that they the lost colony have you seen that where they, they were going to where they went to North Carolina yeah see Andrew's um, books your TV and on TV but he's he's was this, was this a um Lady Jane era, or was it a Charlotte no, Cavendish? No, it was a Charlotte Cavendish yes. era, but, but I don't let that get in. I haven't met Charlotte Cavendish no. yet, so no. I don't. She's, she's great, but she's, great. she's, she's, not, she's, not, Lady she's just not Lady Jane. But um, but he was great in that in that episode. The books are really dark, but the first series was really dark. There was a lot of murder, there was a lot of death in the first so series. There was a lot of peril. You know like how like BC and AD, I think we need to describe this as pre-mullet or after mullet. Yeah. Yes. So pre pre mullet But it yeah. opened and closed without a mullet. Series one and series six were pre and post oh, mullet. True. And then the other six two two to five were just mullet. <laughs> okay. M- to me to be honest though, mullet is the Classic. The classic, classic. You know when you talk about classic band lineups. Yeah. Oh yeah. The classic, mullet classic era with Tinker, Jane, and Eric. That's it, with the mullet. The mullet is like the fifth character. Yeah, yeah. It gets a bigger line than Charlie Gimble. So tell us about the character of Lovejoy in the Judas Pear. We're eating crisps now, listeners. The book. Mm. I read it four years ago. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Apart from the fact that I remember being shocked disappointed and equally impressed mm. at how different he was to the series and mm. I, I quite like the fact he's just a complete tip you yeah know, he, he was just he dawdles around he's self-centered yeah whilst he does like other people he's barely scraping a living and when you're at the bottom you've just got to kind of look out for yourself and it makes him quite venomous Mm. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, and because we had a very in-depth. Sorry, he doesn't want to be like that, but the circumstances force him to be. Because we had a really interesting discussion about this, and because it's the first book, 
this is what really interested me oh. and this is something that they left out of the TV show in that book I don't know if you remember this in that book he has a breakdown and so he's a complete arse for about the first half of the book and then he has this mental breakdown that they go into quite a lot of detail about it was really beautifully written, which they then left out of the series. Probably because they put it in. I don't in know. Which, I don't know. which is good that they wrote that in the mid seventies. I know. Well, we said exactly that. that. We thought that was incredible. But it kind of made me forgive him a bit in the later books that he is kind of a bit all over the place. He's a bit. He's clearly a screwed up little bunny, isn't he? You know. Oh. But how much of this might have been due to his military service? This is true. Or, or all sorts of. He's quite. He's quite a complex character. Even though, you know, well, it's a picaresque novel, isn't it? It's one of those novels that's got a essentially flawed protagonist. A flawed character that he's you an end up. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's not actively I'm dislikable, but there's a lot of things where you go, oh, and you flinch. I you don't know, know why I didn't realise until this <laughs> evening about that antithesis between him and Bond. Mm. Like <laughs> We've all got a friend like that, though, haven't we? He's <laughs> a complete, you know, dick. Um, I will say, listener, now I've cut quite a lot of this out. Everyone does have a friend like that who is an essentially flawed character, but they love anyway. And if you're listening to this, and you're who's good at heart and is a decent person, but circumstances have conspired to make them into the person they are today. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have a friend like that. I've never met anyone like that. It's It's you. you. Yeah, it's you. It's you. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was like, is it? Is it me? <laughs> this is the thing, though. Even in the Godless Gam, even in the book, uh, sorry, not the Godless Gam, blah, 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 blah. in um, the Judas pair, you, he has a sensitive side. Yeah. Even though yeah, early on, so it opens with him beating up a woman. Most, um, the, most of the books, most of the books do, with or him being, with him being, being an arsehole, don't they? At best dismissive, at worst malevolent towards a woman. We but do always try and pick out our misogyny of the week. But even we? even in the <laughs> we do misogyny of the week, which is partly to do with um, just the beat. I got distracted because I really like this song. Anyway, um, it's partly to do with it being filmed at the time it was filmed. I think you could watch any program from then and pick it out. But maybe the books did have a bit of a for influence on its misogynistic no, McShane liked bent. them and liked the character and wanted to play that character so yeah, maybe, there's maybe probably an element it. to which McShane was trying to play that character because I think he did mellow out in the programs that's, maybe that's a worry maybe McShane read the books and thought I love this absolutely psychotic white yeah. beater well I mean well, later on in his career he plays psychotic you know I mean, doesn't he, he? Beast, he, all he that, yeah, all of that true. absolutely um, so he and in Deadwood Deadwood you yes know. oh that's so interesting well, no, what I was going to say was, oh, I wonder what his dad was like. And then I realised we know what his dad was like. Well, we know that he went to Helen's grandparents for tea a lot. Yes. And said, <laughs> really? it, looked, and said it looked like a fish shop. Well, <laughs> fish and chip shop. But if you think about it, his whole career has been based around playing anti-heroes. Because he was in um, one of the later Pirates of the Caribbean films. Oh, yeah. Mm. And he wasn't a bad guy. He, he, played, the, he played the bad guy. Even he wasn't was in, actually bad. Even in Cuban Fury, really, he was that kind of washed up. I mean, it was a, it was comedy, but he, he was a bit of his a... His character's never evil. They're kind of chaotic... Chaotic Raven. good. Chaotic... Is that it? Good. Chaotic neutral. Going good's pushing it a bit, mm. but do you reckon they were going for the James Bond-esque thing, though? Because he's got this kind of murky past that you, you, you piece together bits of it, but you never really understand it. He... You know, it's quite a bond question there. related Go to on. this is that right? The first book was what 76? Hang on, I've written it down <laughs> 77. 77. We document we, we kind of, we kind of um, established that he might be in his late 20s, early 30s. Mm. In Ten Word Game, it's set just after 
Depending on which one. Ten word game. It's like the penultimate. 2003. Yes, yeah, so, so just after the down all of them <laughs> to find it. <laughs> and in it, he mentions the internet, etc. Et what? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And has he aged or not? Is he this the same is my person? question. You know, like this theory that James Bond isn't a person, oh, it's, yeah. it's a title and a role. Like Doctor yeah. Who. Like Doctor Who, and I'll come Finally. back to Doctor Who. Oh, in by the way, God, a so doctor from Huddersfield, I'm so Whittaker. happy. Well, <laughs> no. let, let's come back to that in a second, because yeah. I've got the same time. But, like, does Lovejoy age in the sense that if he's supposed to be. Let's Lovejoy give him, let's is ageless. Let's give him an arbitrary age of 30 in 1977. Yeah. So, by 2000, and what would you say? Four? Yeah, three. eight. I think, didn't I? <laughs> no, I like Three. Ten Words Game, 2003. So the that? last one's in 2008, that's where so I went. So what's from. that, 26 years it's later? It's a lot of years. Yeah. So he's going to be like in his mid-40s. He very much, he did. So that's not no. That's, 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 no, 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 he'd be older than that. He'd be in his 50s. My math, math is terrible. terrible. Yeah. 1977. The, and the only reason I know that is because I yeah, realised... he'd be in his late 50s. ...that yeah. now people go out to, like, 1990s nights and they love it and they love dressing like it's the 90s because we used to have the 90s with the 70s. There's, there's a guy me. in my it team at work me. who is younger than one of the files we have on our system. Well, there you go. So he's in his, like, mid to late 50s then. And I kind of think, although Shane was... Don't know how old, like mid forties, in the start yeah. of the start of the series. The idea of him still being this kind of useless layabout by ten word game disheartens me a bit. Yeah, yeah like kind of he thing. didn't grow up. But again. I think he just yeah. grew up. He just grew People up on the TV. Like <laughs> he just grew True. up in the TV though, because of course the very last episode he's proposed and he's meant to be getting married. Yeah, but it's to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah. it's totally to the wrong person. All right, you two. I don't know why I did that. Oh, totally I do know why, because you I haven't seen, seen it, so I don't know what's going to happen to stop oh, telling it. Gets, away. it gets, and this is absolutely nothing against Diane Parrish. Also, why is it the nothing against Diane Parrish, but what's the character the called? Beth. Beth. Why is it the wrong rubbish. person? It's just rubbish. It's what, Beth or Charlotte? Beth and Charlotte. And by that point, Eric's not really on the scene as well. Well, no, Eric, Eric Oh, no, I can't bear that. I'm not looking forward to this Talking about Eric, this is my Doctor Who point. I read... And this might just be Wikipedia speculation. <laughs> you may have no, I saw this. That they considered him for Doctor Who, but it was Sylvester, Sylvester McCoy. McCoy. It. And I do oh. love Sylvester McCoy. I but oh my god, if, if Eric had been Doctor Who, I might have married him. Yeah, then he wouldn't have been Eric. No, oh my god, you're right. Yeah, and I do love Eric. And we might have ended up with Sylvester McCoy, bloody Eric. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would work? <laughs> but in the books, right? In the books, Eric doesn't exist. No. And he's Algernon. Wait, oh, that. Whoa. Whoa. Back of the this is like the time travellers from an alternate. <laughs> I would say from the future, but I mean from the past. Because I thought that Eric was written into the BBC series because you're not reading the book. So you have to have someone there for There's a to talk to Eric in, in the book. Yeah, but it's, it's done differently. Algernon. Algernon. He rides a motorbike. The Ooh, best description hot. I can give you of Algernon is Lieutenant George of Blackadder Goes Forth. Oh my gosh, he so is. Well, he's called Algernon, isn't he? Why do we not think Eric's a little bit like that anyway? No! no. He pretended yeah. to be a dog! But Eric is working class. <laughs> and also, also, Are you saying I've translated no, working class as called Algernon is not working class? Oh, I think Algie is a bit of a working also, Eric class. Is, no, it's Eric really is not. Like it's a name from an Oscar Wilde novel. Yeah, Eric is not. Uh, no, I can see it. Oh, come on, Algernon. Pull yourself. Oh, no, I see him as Lieutenant George. Algernon, yes. With a bing and a bang and a bing bang boo or whatever he says. That's his attitude. But also, Eric's from the Midlands. 
Ian McShane is from Blackburn, as we discovered. Mm, yep. So all these people somehow gravitated towards to a village in Suffolk. Improbably gravitate to Suffolk. It's Rada, I blame Rada. Rada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in the books, obviously, all these people are from Suffolk. There's no indication to suggest Lovejoy isn't from Suffolk. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so do, you, do you reckon, going, going back to, just because I'm a little bit obsessed with this and because we talked about it a lot, going back to the Judas Fair, do you reckon the fact that he had, <laughs> Sorry, that, do you reckon that, he had that breakdown in that very first book, do you reckon that that has any influence on the character later or does it just get forgotten about? I think it gets forgotten about, to be honest. Really? There's no continuity between the books, apart from the fact he's constantly broken, he's yeah. just destitute. Yeah, there's not. There's, she's right. There's not a lot. There's a. There are certain. Yeah, there's, his, I guess his traits carry on yes, from books, exactly. books, don't they? But they don't. In, but they don't indicate that. You wonder if that's the reason this person is like this. Is, is that deliberate? Or is he happens. just not a very good writer? What else has he written? <sighs> well, has he written anything else? No, but to be fair, you know, this is. His I will say, I absolutely love the books, but only eighty percent of it makes sense. Good, that's well, that we feel it. like about twenty percent of the TV series makes sense. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but we have a lot. We have quite a lot of prosecco when we're watching. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I feel that like when I finished the book, I'm like, well, there was huge swathes of this missing. I'm really glad that you thought that because the first one I read, um, Great California Game, and, and I was just a bit overwhelmed, and I was reading it all in my head. Neil McShane. When you were twelve, with it, and I was twelve, and there were a lot of prostitutes in it, and there was lots of traveling. He was in New York. Neil McShane on the cover. He, no, he is on the. He yeah, was on I the cover. Yeah, yeah and I then got an audio like a cassette it was a cassette <laughs> not like it was a cassette of Ian McShane reading it and I listened to it it still didn't really make sense and the only thing I really well no not the only thing I remember because I, I did reread it and it is a good book and it's a bit of a romp literally a romp I mean he has a lot of sex in this book um, and there's death and there's, there's forgery I mean there's a pattern like you said it's very formulaic you know it's somebody forging things and but he gets, dies. He, get, yeah, he gets yeah. desperately upset about this forgery and that is something that's carried in yeah. the TV series and all I remember of that book is him throwing up a lot because he gets so overwhelmed so by at the, uh, all of these antiques that it involves him in this dive of a hotel in New York like being violently ill and it goes into really bizarre detail about him just being so being so like it, so oh, overwhelmed on, with the, these step. forgeries so that have not been done properly. It's you know? the Great California Game but it's in but parts of it are in New York. Yeah. Because in that case I would be happy to also do a Lovejoy tour of America. Totally. <laughs> we go to North Carolina. North Carolina. I know exactly. Get California, you know what? New York. And, um, I'm happy with that. Connecticut. Oh yeah. So, I mean, do you, do you want to talk about the gondola scam? Because that was, well, well, that was an episode. And I've read two episodes. It's more what you two want to talk about, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I'm just the guest, so you talk about what no, you want no, to talk about. No, no, no. We just, we're, we're I'm glad I got, I'm, wanna... I'm just pleased I got picaresque in. But that's very good. We'll make, <laughs> very make proud sure of myself. That, that, yeah, very, that, that um, one month studying the 19th the, century novel has come in useful. Or the TV series, because there was one huge thing that I thought was different. Go on. I think Oops. the most striking difference for me is the Australian coppers. Yes. Oh yes, yes, in the book. Well, oh, in the book they end up taking him to some sort of. I can't. It, they take him to somewhere as And and then they're, they're also at the, at the end they're absolutely crucial. It, it's it was a bit more whimsical at the end of the episode, wasn't it? At the end of the episode it's he appears back in the bar. Pretending yeah. to be like. Yeah. for the episode and, and then he appears back in so oh, we, we weren't sure about that like yes 
they were sort of that was their cover we are a gay couple yeah. in Venice taking lots of photos and having a lovely time and getting to know everyone and in the book like one of them's obsessed with dredges which is oh, really yes. funny actually the end mm. of that was joyous and lovely wasn't it the does, end it, of does he kill loads of people by flooding yeah he does yeah. Yeah. in the book he does in yeah. the book, in the book he does it's quite dark in my mind in the film what were we talking about film, in the film. <laughs> well to be fair it was a two part so it was, it was feature length um, if you watched it all together I thought they did it brilliantly. I thought yeah, they did it much except, better than they did the Judas Pair or Golden Drowning Jimmy. Drowning loads of the mafia. Yeah, but yeah. again, I don't think they could make. I don't think they could. They were. I don't think all the sort of. I don't think they could make. I don't think they could make a thing that was shown at ten past eight of a Sunday evening that dark. Just he, after the Tom and Jerry cartoon, yeah, the kids yeah, are allowed to stay up and watch Love Jerry. Oh, he's drowned fourteen people. But he kills loads of people, and there's that lovely bit where Lucky basically says, "Oh my God, did you drown them?" And he goes, "In the end, he says like, oh, of course I did.' But in the book, he did. And I got a bit confused at the end because I was like, oh." So it's like nice love joy. But, but in, in the book, even the pacing of the, in the show, like matches up to maybe they maybe they did it really like page for page in the sense that because we all thought there was something missing from the yeah. books, it they skipped that. You know when you watch a film on Channel Five and you're like, what happened now? Because they cut out they a cut, huge yeah, part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like that because in the in the book, the, uh, sorry, in the series, there's a bit where he goes up to Lucky's flat, and there seems to be a bit of. Uh, like they met off, met off yeah, camera. Yeah, exactly. And, you're like, and the bit where, um, uh, what's that, Cosimo gets shot. Oh, in the gosh, book, it's enormous. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Really stressful. Isn't she a terrible actress? Oh, hey, oh, Quinn. Hey, Quinn. Like Quinn. 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 She's awesome. Oh, we like Quinn. 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 I almost said, like, I said, awesome. She's awful. She's we a like she Hayden Grimm. Right. We used to get Hayden Grimm and Drop the Dead Donkey, which is a, yeah. just a little pocket of joy in my life. She may have improved, but in Death in Venice, <laughs> she was terrible. She can, she's she's going to speak Italian. Italian. She's going to speak Italian, though. Um, yeah. What we noticed, the one thing we did notice about the book, which is a shame, because you know normally we're saying, oh, the book is really, really dark and the TV series couldn't be that dark. This is the one occasion of the various books that have been made into episodes where the book is really funny and the TV show mm. didn't do it and we were really surprised. I don't know if you found that. There was a whole, yeah. there was a little passage, quite early on, there was about 20 pages actually. Where he's, he's pretending to be the tour guide. He's pretending to be the tour guide. different accents. That's true. I love yeah. it. And I could totally see Ian McShane doing that and we were like, when's this coming up? Oh, it's yeah, not there. They haven't done it and it's, it's a shame. The, the, I think the funnier part of that would have been to have it starting back in the UK, you know, when he's going to read whatever his, oh, yeah. the guy's name is, the rich millionaire or whatever. With the, oh, yes, at the beginning in the house and in, yeah, in the, the so guy who's trying to steal to Venice. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he seems to have, I was like, oh, well, the minute I've left the UK, that guy's no longer relevant. I know it was his, um, it was his daughter or niece yeah. or something yeah. like that. But it seems like he all of a sudden is completely inconsequential. And it's like, well, you need to, you need to bring him back part of this. Because yeah. if all, if if you're not doing any of the roles better, there's no tinkering Venice. There's no Eric in Venice. No, there's no Lady Jane in Venice. And also there's Eric no anything in Venice. in Venice. So you oh, just need to give someone a bit more that. substance. Yeah. yeah, no, that's oh, true. Oh, Eric actually. hasn't got a passport. Who are you kidding? <laughs> that's brought up a good point there. Tell us about Tinker in the books and how Tinker oh. is different in the books. Oh yes, I've written that down there as one of my things. There is one word that he uses so much to describe Tinker: roomy. What? Oh yes. Not as in like, oh, not as in like they live together. Like, oh, it's my Rumi. Yeah. Like, like a bit, like a bit snotty and a bit yeah. like everything's weeping slightly. Every book, you can almost guarantee it. It's like Lovejo
potentially oh, yes. great family Christmas uh, We have to do oh, this. Oh, merchandise. I'm thinking of merchandise. Carry on. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but I think movie makes me think of someone who's really thin and doddery. I, I no. much prefer the screen. I do. Yeah. I'm glad you said he's that because I do too. And in the books, he's almost... He's just he's basically, a bit of a tramp. He, he's, well, he's yeah. I've not got anything against tramps. An alcoholic. Listener. I mean, okay, I know in the he, TV show he's, 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 he's one up from a mangy, he is, mongrel really. dog. Yeah, and he's the, the there's something a little bit sad about the character in a couple yeah, of Yeah, I think maybe that's, that's the thing that I, fi- that I don't, I don't like. like. It's just, like, it, it feels more like he's taking advantage of this person because... He can get information out of him and he can use him to in go the, under the raid against him. In the series, they talk about Tinker yeah. being in the army, etc. Yeah. And him and his major old Dill. mates. Major Dill. Major Dill. Oh, he's a major. Yeah, yeah. Major Dill. And he gets together with his old mates and they have a yeah. right old yeah. time. They talk about old time. In the books, he's in the army and it's kind he's of a, mess. a sad affair. He's a mess. It's a mess. In so, the, but it's more like real life. Then, in, isn't in, it? in the TV show, he's like this this bizarre he eccentric. Made just no small feet, is he? They make, they, they make him. The last series is quite tender about Tinker. Again, I'm not going to spoil it, but you do yeah. find out more about Tinker than you would expect, which you don't about the other characters. You find out he's got a sister. He, oh. he like retires. <laughs> you know, it, he's actually. And I wonder if they actively try to change that character mm. more so. Whereas like, I feel they try to just sort of um, the Lovejoy character. I feel they just try to tame him slightly. Whereas I and think they actually like changed. Yeah. Less of a massive dick. <laughs> but it's still a little bit of a dick. You know, he is somebody who is unscrupulous in many ways. You just always get the feeling in the in the TV shows that he's always got the best interests at, at heart and the antiques. Antiques are most important. And then people, actually, he's quite yeah. tender. Whereas in the books, he's not tender, is he? I'd love to say he was, but he's not. He's he, well, well, he kind of is. In the book that I've read 50% of in one day today because I knew I was coming <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> Uh, in Gold from Gemini, mm. he looks after a baby. What? Yeah, he looks after a, a You see, they missed that out. They missed that out in the TV show. This is why we couldn't remember that Gold from Gemini was right. the same book. He, the book is very different, the isn't book it? Is very to, different. Which is why we were not. In, we in, listed. In the show, in the, um, in the yeah, show aren't the daughters or the step nieces, whatever, aren't they American? I think, yes. Yeah, so, was in the book, they're not. But in the book, um, one of the ways, because he's skin, as you could have guessed. Um, one of the ways he makes money is by babysitting a yeah. 10-month-old baby. Oh. And he feeds him. Oh, no, him. don't let me start liking Lovejoy. I like <laughs> him. He feeds him chips, sardines, <laughs> and an egg. <laughs> well, we need to reread a 10-month-old baby. But I've forgotten the reason. So we missed that out, and people rightly picked us up on Twitter for it, because we forgot Gold from Gemini, because it really is so different that it's pretty much a different episode, isn't it? Friends, yeah. friends Romans, and Enemies. It's all crazy. Ma- many of the bad guys, like... Um, one of the niece's partners that's the bad guy in the series yeah. and the bad guy from um, the Judas Pair mm. in my mind they're always like hair flick from hello hello <laughs> oh, it's the same era as well actually do you know what we <laughs> talked about <laughs> no, I was watching hello hello last night which is why that made it even funnier <laughs> we've talked about they're all doing really callous bit. kind of cold we, we've talked about hello hello on this podcast actually we quite have, a lot of but it probably is because the of second when they were all filmed and not, but it, yeah it's the same time in the second episode with VA and he's uh, I, uh, oh, I, I, I am Do you believe that Lovejoy 
Only Fools and Horses and LOLO exist in the same universe. Well, no, I do now. I do now. In a canon, head canon. Yeah, Rainshale was on at the same time. Rainshale, yeah. An eclectic world. Given that you only had four channels, you only just had four channels. Yeah, and uh, all the things we just mentioned from the BBC. All the BBC, yeah. Are they? Yeah, Grange Hill's BBC. Grange Hill's BBC, and Lolo is. Lovejoy is. Yeah, there are. But probably, actually, if we think about it as normal, not, why do I say normal? If we think about it as adults in the world of work, rational, I guess is what I mean, all the people who were writing, producing, directing, even acting in that, existed in a very small world, yeah. probably in Soho, in the 80s. So they're going to have similar approaches to work. Why are you laughing? I mean, that's a thing. Probably in Soho. Well, like, because that's when... Do you know where the film out. studios are? They're never near and they Soho. they're West London. They're like Elm Street and Bora Woods and all that way. Yeah, but when you hang out and you swap ideas <laughs> and you're just throwing things around because you're a bit of a lovely... they film Star Wars in Elm Street? In Star Wars, in like episode four now, where, 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 Han, you where Han and Luke address the stormtroopers mm. on the Death Star, yeah. there's an Imperial officer who sort of stops them and questions what they're oh, doing. Yeah, yeah. Charlie Gimbert. He's, oh, he's not called Imperial Officer Charlie Gimbert. Imperial <laughs> Officer Gimbert. Space antique expert. Amazing. Which is a spin off on its own. Oh, that'd be brilliant. I'd Please, hate to watch that. I'm watching that. Is, is Gimbert in the books? Uh, yes, he is, but nowhere near as prominently yeah. as he is in the series. Mm. And there's no depth of character. He, he just seems to be a bit of an asshole. Because again, Lady, Lady Jane is in the books, but more as a as a sort of background noise. Lady she's, Jane she's, Markham. She's yeah, yeah. yeah she's and very very different. She's she's more of his. Um, Oh, well, she's not different, but she's more too, as I say, as you say, two dimensional. Yeah, is, is she still her, in the book? No. Is she still a love interest? No, no, because well, a little she bit. wants to be in the book. Yeah, but she's like, like that in the TV. She's so thirsty. Yeah. So annoying. I just, she's just like, Jane, calm she down. She needs more sex. She's primal. Yeah. She's married to a boring. I, I, I think the money lies with her. Let's be honest. I think she's yeah. the money. She's I think money. her husband well, he goes is back just, just eventually, doesn't he? Anyway. Well, this is it. I think I think he's a complete. I think he was. Am I the only one who thinks he's gay? <laughs> she's gay. No, he's gay. Oh, he's gay. Oh, I don't think she's gay. She's his beard. Yeah. Well, no, because she she ad- she obviously adores Lovejoy. Well, I do think the last he, episode. And he's quite accommodating. Alexander, yeah, The last episode that we watched where they were talking about oh well Alex has gone to Tokyo yeah. and then suddenly yes. he was back he was he was in Tokyo for maybe 24, 24 hours. hours he obviously wasn't in Tokyo do that now, yes. let let's be honest. and they did a little they did a little she knows space, yeah. that he's not okay yeah. when he's away from home let's call it let, let, let's put it that subtly yeah what do you mean not okay when he's away from home he's not her husband. Oh, I see what you mean. But when he's away from home, she knows that he's out there. Yeah. Gallivanting. Gallivanting. Breaking deal, should we say. What questions did you have left? Oh, yeah. No, but, okay. Let's carry on before it gets too noisy. Oh, what's your favourite? Are we I still recording? Moonraker. Yes. Yeah. Moonspender. Right, what's my favourite? Moonspender. 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 I remember that I was listening earlier. And your favourite is the Great California, California Game. 